God has been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen. He doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with trees. He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to The God Whisperers. Turn me off, Lord. Turn him off. Turn me off, Lord. Turn him off. Turn me off, Lord. Turn him off. He's going to keep singing till you turn him off. The spirit got in me and crossed my wires. He's going to keep singing till you turn him off. To sing is my Welcome to the God Whispers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. And I'm Bill Swerla. We are listening to a space robot spiritual in the background. We, we need a little volume on that. That's that's good stuff. Yes. Oh, I'm turning the wrong knob. That's the problem. There we go. Beautiful stuff. We may have a new theme song right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna keep singing. This is uh, a space robot spiritual by the by the second hand pants, a Winnipeg folk space rock duo, and uh, you can download their music for free at secondhandpants.com. This was sent to us by uh, who, did, who did send this to Alex, us? Pastor Alex Clagus. That's right. Got to leave it to those Canadians, and I guess this. This is what they do in Manitoba for fun and <laughs> let's let that play a little bit there. I mean, there's there's one line in here that's priceless about uh, I haven't been baptized because I'm not waterproof. Yes. I'm going to keep singing till you turn me off. I'm going to keep singing till you turn me off. There it is. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep singing. I'm going to keep singing till you turn me off. I'm going to keep singing till you turn me off. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, thank you thank you Alex for Alex. thank you Alex for um for uh, sending sending us that piece of edifying quality music quality programming there. That's very good stuff. Hey, today we're talking about law and gospel. Imagine that once again we we continue to go down this path. God only knows when <laughs> we stop. It's endless. <laughs> so so many ways to get it wrong, and only one way to get it right. I guess, huh? Well, I suppose so. Uh, Excuse long, me, I, I'm, I'm going to have a sip of my Vir, know, Virgil's micro brewed. He, he walked root in beer. with this bottle of beer, and I'm like, "Wow, feeling our oats today, are we?" You know, he's a, of, and then I find out it's root beer. So you are a wuss, it, sir. You are a wuss. <laughs> oh. Oh no no no! Um, this this is this is an unsung. Is this say unsung? Oh no, using. <laughs> you know what? One letter. The difference one letter makes is just yes. amazing. Yeah, using natural ingredients. I can't read this, this label. This here. is much like Homo Usius and Homo Usius right here. A, <laughs> uh, 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 man, I cannot read. It, it's so rich and. Want to borrow my bifocals? You'll swear it's made in heaven. It's it's Virgil's micro brewed root beer. <laughs> Yes. No, this is my, my 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 wife and I have been getting into um, more boutique designer sodas. 
Well, very nice. Hey, 626-593-7713 or Manly Doctors 13 if you want to contact Absolutely. us via Skype. We got a Skype call. I'm not going to play it because basically uh, someone wanted to know when we're on the air and what stations. So <laughs> we're on the interweb. Uh, we're on Pirate Christian Radio at noon on Mondays. You can tune in at piratechristianradio.com. Yeah. And then I, I eventually get the podcast up at some, <laughs> at some or, point. That's right, 24-7 at godwhispers.com. Whenever. hard to go wrong with something like that. Yep. If you want to email us, you can do so at... Godwhispers at gmail.com. You are correct, sir. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. And we are uh, on the web at uh, godwhispers.org or .com, whichever suits you. Now, mm. Project Wittenberg. Well, let's put that. Let, I want to hear that song again. Can you, can you, you spend a little bit of that? This that, is just, like Gene Scott here. <laughs> yeah. Play, Play that song again. Until we get $1,000 from uh, wherever. I, I'm not... I, I dropped that program. Let me bring it back. Oh, no. I, I no, thought no, you had it at your right here. Yes, here. it is. Here it is. That, that's catchy. Yes. There we go. Yeah. We can play that in the background for a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I like the sort of the electronic distortion. I'm, I'm just, let's bring this up to listening level for a while. I'm just going to kick back. And, you know, He's going to keep singing till you turn yeah, We're going to get some hate mail here. Practicing is my objective and my only He's going to keep singing. I try to be good, yes, I've always tried. He's gonna keep singing till you turn him off. But I ain't waterproof, so I ain't baptized. There it is. That's a great line. I ain't waterproof, so I ain't baptized. I notice this robot doesn't have the best grammar. Turn me off, Lord. Let's 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 let this run in the background for a while here. What are you doing over there? I didn't start the timer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you have to keep an eye on the. Uh, I will. There, twenty-seven fifteen. That's when we. Okay. Usually. You guys are seeing how the sausage is made. Right I, I'm in, so I'm in charge of the time here. Yeah, how much how much time do you have on that? I've got six six. Uh, oh, I don't know six oh six six oh seven. But that, that includes intro time too. So yeah, well, <laughs> I'll set the timer here for. Uh, what do you got? Uh, twenty minutes. There we go. Yeah, twenty. It, it, that'll be good. Yeah, the, it's the music that threw you. That's here. close enough. It, yeah. it, it robbed you of your mojo. It did. You're you're like. This is just great stuff. I'm curious stuff. if this goes. <laughs> yeah, see, if I let this go to the next song on uh, on my iTunes, we'll be hearing. Uh, no. We'll, we'll Please. be hearing Wish I Was Dead Part 2 no, no, by no, no, Shout no. Out Loud. No, don't, 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 no, no, let's just, let's just can it right there. <laughs> that was, <laughs> oh, man, that, you know. A couple of weeks ago, it was it was uh, maple bacon lollipops. Yes, and now we've got what's the name of this song again? This is um, um, this is Space Robot Spiritual. Beautiful. Yes, we may have a new theme song. Are we gonna let's let's go out on this one? Okay, let's. Uh, you gonna, mean in, at the end or yeah, at the end of this segment? Well, at the end of the segment, and then bring it back in for the uh, the, the the new. Okay, the, but yeah, we you, yeah, I think we would need. A vote of the listeners to supplant <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Well, and we know how that works. Something different. No votes 
encourages us to do it, and Yes right. Boats encourages us to do that's, it. So that's correct. That's pretty yeah. much how the tradition got started. <laughs> you complain, we do it more. You <laughs> you don't praise complain. it, you praise it, and we figure you like you it, it, so more. we do it more. That's yeah. right. <laughs> this is we, we've got this down to a science here. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, thesis eleven of uh, CFW. Oh, you are all Walther. over the place. I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with you on the computer here. I, I'm just I'm just moving right along here. Yeah. Okay. Thesis 11 of the uh, proper distinction of the the law and the gospel. Play through, oh, gray one. (laughs) This is is one that Walther says uh, is is focused chiefly on the Roman church. Hmm. Those guys. However, he says in his introductory paragraph that the same method described in the thesis, which I will read shortly— is to offer, uh, excuse me, is adopted by all fanatics and all pietists within the so-called Protestant church, too. Mm-hmm. I like the so-called Protestant the so-called church. So-called Protestant. Yeah, yeah. Why are they so-called Protestants, Bill? Well, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't really know. One, one reason might be this, is there's no such thing as a Protestant church. But we're Protestants and fiercely proud of it. Right. There are Protestants... And there are Protestant Christians and there are Protestant churches, but there is no unified organization which you could call the Protestant church. I'm thinking maybe when I split off from the Missouri Synod and form my own cult, I'll just call it the Haven't Protestant church. Haven't you already? Church. Or- no, well, the problem the is Protestant no one will church. follow me, yeah, so right. it's hard yeah. to start a cult. You're a no cult one, of one. No <laughs> <laughs> the Protestant Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints, or something like that, would be yeah, yeah. the disorganized. You, you, you'll be the <laughs> the disorganized Protestant. Brigham Young reorganized them, and you just disorganized. <laughs> we are institutionally disorganized, right? Um, well, before we go any further, I you know, it's just like there's no Lutheran Church per se, but but there are only Lutheran churches. I was about to make my confession, and you cut me off. <laughs> oh no, not a, not on the air. Yes. Oh I'm gosh, honest. it's a public. Do sin. we need to? Do we need to it's issue a, pu- a homeschooler sin. alert? So I must confess. <laughs> we haven't publicly. had a homeschooler alert. Can you dig that up at some point? Uh, you know what? I tried to find it the other day. It's been deleted. It might be on a hard drive somewhere. I'm I'm sad to oh, say. Oh man, that, that yeah. was a piece of engineering art on your part. But I am on Weight Watchers, and I'm slowly melting away. I haven't had bacon in three weeks. Oh gosh. I haven't had bacon since those lollipops. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, but you did. You didn't get down to the, even the bacon level. I I did because I ran it underwater to get down to the oh. bacon level, <laughs> and it was not good. But <laughs> <laughs> it was like crystallized bacon inside of a. You know, it's a little bit like those that amber jewelry in Russia where they have a bug. In, in, in the middle of the hamper, you know, this was like bacon embedded in maple, and and it's just very strange. But you haven't had bacon, yeah. It's been it's been you know, about three weeks. I, I have to confess that this past Monday, I did not have bacon. But but not being on Weight Watchers, I had chorizo and eggs. Well, oh chorizo, my good goodness! Stuff. And and I, I found a source. I've got I've got a I've got a private source of chorizo, which. Yeah. As, as I, I know what you're thinking. As I understand, you don't want to know what's in that. Yeah, no. No, uh, you don't. No, but it is the best darn chorizo I have ever had. Mm. I mean, really, really bright red. Not not terribly spicy. Okay. I mean, not hot spicy, but very seasoned spicy. 
I'm assuming God's grace is great enough even for my non-bacon eating. Well, <laughs> these are laws made by men, you know. I mean, let, let's, let, you know, uh, God, God does not care whether or not you eat bacon on Monday. So long, well, well, huh? What you you were doing this blasphemer? Are you telling me you were doing this in order to please God? Well, oh my goodness, oh God is a meritorious me... work. You've turned bacon, you've turned the gift of bacon into a meritorious work. Well, man, I can't think of anything God has worse. given us dominion over the earth, and He gave us the noble pig as good food. Yeah, and to not eat the pig is to not glorify <laughs> God properly. <laughs> A perfect example of turning gift into law. You have made a law out of bacon. Your father was a doctor, though. Yeah. It, it only stands to reason. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll repent of my not repenting. I think the, the only thing you can do that I can think of is to eat more bacon. <laughs> I'm feeling like I might need What's to be... What's with this Weight Watchers thing? I, Speaking of religions, I, what, what are you... What are you doing? You're on Weight Watchers. It's actually easy. You count points. It's it's you you go points, online. You find points out. are law. Look, I went to I went to Carl's Jr. for lunch. I had the chicken sandwich. I, I know instead of the hamburger, you could have had the 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 double cheeseburger with bacon. Wasn't that the Western burger or something? Yeah, like that? that that thing's like twenty five points. I only get forty two points a day, which well, is huge. What for kind of religion is this? You get points. You get points for eating. It's it's a religion. No, you get points for not eating. What? You get so many points, and every time you eat, you take away the points. From oh, man. Yeah. This sounds nanny to me. Well, hmm. you know, it's either that or go for a surgery or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, can I just eat a sponge? Wouldn't, wouldn't that work? Can I just swallow a sponge? Just embrace the fatness. What are you going to do? <laughs> okay. At anyway. some point, you know, you're going you're gonna to turn 50, and you just won't care anymore. Well, it's it's see, I remember when someone was somewhere around my age and he said, you know, I'm getting older and my wife and I have decided that if we're going to age, we want to do so gracefully with perhaps a little less. Are you pain. quoting me? Yes, I am. Oh man. And this was this a weak was, moment. Well, this was what, thirty, forty years ago when you were about my age. <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Well, I have noticed that in the the old people in my congregation, it's the lean ones that are doing well. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But they've been lean all their lives, though. I don't know. I have a friend who's skinny as rail, always has been. His back is a disaster. He's he, well, I mean, there. He's got apnea. Uh, he's, he's a wreck. Yeah. And so what's... He's underweight. What's the deal there? I don't know. I I think, you you know, you are how you are. Yeah. Unfortunately, and and you know they, I'm, I'm trying to get life insurance, and they don't seem to abide by that. Oh, life so insurance, it's... yeah. Well, that that's scam, sure. Well, if I croak, I want to make sure that Paul. Do you know CFW Walther, of whom we will eventually read, uh, in in his day, life insurance was sinful. And then they started a life insurance company. <laughs> yeah, they had a special revelation, and uh, and pretty soon you had AAL selling life insurance. AAL, blessed insurance. <laughs> now Thrivent. Yes. Which t- still sounds to me like dog food. Thrivent? Thrivent. Or something you sprinkle on your lawn in the spring. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, now that... Thrivent for greener lawns. <laughs> Which may may have a certain fertilizer effect to it. I don't know. It's Could be. <laughs> Could be. Anyway, moving on. Sorry. 
Sorry, folks. We started to get serious, and I and then the bacon thing started. But I am disturbed about. I had a little. Uh, I had prosciutto this morning. Do you realize that one slice of prosciutto, speaking of numbers, is twenty five percent of your recommended daily sodium intake? See, sodium, I don't care about. I do. It's, well, you got blood because the, the numbers I care about are called systolic and diastolic. See, I don't have blood I'm gonna pressure pop, issues. I'm going to start pop, popping fittings pretty soon. I'm like here. eighty pounds overweight, and my blood pressure is normal. Yeah. See, is my cholesterol that's through the roof? But, <laughs> yeah, right. but I take a pill for that, so now my cholesterol is like one twenty three. So it's magic. is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any like bad side effects? We sound like a couple of old farts talking about their pharmaceuticals. That's it. You know, the older you get, it's faith in pharmaceuticals oh, the yeah. whole way. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in the in the chemist. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any bad side effects from those statins? No, no. Man, those those were just a pox in my house. Well, I mean, aside from liver failure, that's uh... yeah, that, that's that jaundice <laughs> look. Yeah, that's really. That's a that that's really attractive. That's slightly yellowed, yeah. uh, you know. But yeah, it's uh, but no, I I, used to, I I get like like foot pains, leg pains, and yeah, you're one of those. Well, I'm one of those that reads the side of the the big sheet that comes with. The, oh, and then you start to get. I those. get them all. Yeah. <laughs> I get minor side effects. I get side effects that that nobody else gets. So you don't get like the bleeding out of your eyes. Or oh anything yeah, like yeah. That. No, That's... if it would say bleeding out of the eyes, there'd be blood streaming down my cheeks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm not. I, well, my my my, my mother, <laughs> my wife, go go analyze that one yeah. for a while, would you? <laughs> All right, Oedipus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> my my wife would tell you I'm a hypochondriac, but I'm just very su- suggestible when it comes to side effects. Which means, which means I believe that if they were still allowed to prescribe sugar pills, mm-hmm. um, this would work wonders for me because you could tell me this pill that do anything, and it would do it. Well, that's good for you, I guess. Yeah, but they can't do that. Why not? I they used to. My doctor told me that there used to be, there was a time when they could give you a sugar pill. You know, I've I've heard that uh, doctors these days are giving out uh, kind of mild antibiotics for for basically that reason. Oh, just just yeah. Well, it's it's going to clear up with or without the antibiotics, but we'll give you some mild ones. That's it like getting a, a little. Faster, that's like getting a vitamin B twelve shot over at the local uh, family clinic. You know, the Hispanic family clinic. They their their idea in the Spanish community, the Hispanic community, is is that uh, you have to get a shot. You really haven't been treated, right? Right. And so they give you a vitamin B shot. <laughs> okay, so so so, so you pee yellow for what, you know. What's this all about? I'll be sick as a dog. I'll have the flu or something. I'll be sick as a dog, and, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Finally, I'll make an appointment to see the doctor. Okay, the doctor will see you Monday because, of course, I don't decide to do this until Friday afternoon. The doctor will see you Monday morning, 10 o'clock, and I, I feel like garbage. I go to bed you know, Sunday night, and I wake up Monday morning. I'm just fine. It, it, it seems to almost always happen that way. So I don't need to go to the doctor after all. No, but save the copay. So all I have to do is when I start to get sick, make the appointment and I'll get better right away. That's it. That that that's it exactly. <laughs> in fact, why don't you just make the appointment now in case you do get sick? Ooh, standing appointment. Yeah, just just keep keep a running appointment going at the doctor. Should we talk about thesis eleven? Yeah, by all means, because we're almost done with this half of the. No, we've 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 got uh, we've got a goodly uh, seven nine, and a half minutes. Yeah, I I'm thinking. Here. According to my faulty notes. We are in the seventh place, and this, this is the seventh way in which the Word of God is not rightly divided. Uh, now, this one reads a little strangely, but let's see if we can make heads or tails of it. When there is a disposition to offer the comfort of the gospel only to those who have been made contrite by the... Uh, 
I told you this was convoluted. When there is a disposition to offer the comfort of the gospel only to those who have been made contrite by the law, not from fear of the wrath and punishment of God, but from love of God. I don't understand what that means exactly. Um, I would say the the way I... Well, here, okay, here, here's what Walther says. If among these people a person is found who is alarmed over his sins and is in a state of contrition and sorrow because of them, he is asked, asked to state, <laughs> state the source of his contrition, particularly whether he feels sorry for his sins merely because he knows that he's going to perdition and sees nothing above him but the wrath of God and nothing beneath him but the abyss of damnation. If he admits that such is his contrition, the papists and fanatics tell him that contrition to be worthy and uh, genuine worthy of the name must proceed from the love of God. In other words, not from the fear of God's wrath, but from the love of God. And the gospel cannot be proclaimed to him until he has such contrition. This is an appalling error which can easily be shown to be such. Hey, check out the next sentence. Since the, fall, since the fall, the law, you know, has but a single function. That is, to lead men to the knowledge of their sins. Isn't that interesting? So the law always Has a accuses. single function. Single function. And, and so, so, you know, and this goes back to that so-called third use, which is really just the second use applied to Christians. <laughs> well, that's what I keep saying, but... Everyone calls me a heretic for saying that kind well, of thing. Well, you are, but not for that, not on that account. Oh, maybe right. that's why they're calling that's, me a yeah, heretic. Right. You're getting, you know, you're, you're getting kind of a confused message there from ah. people. Um, yes. Okay. So what we're hearing here... Here's the deal. It comes down to this. Only faith works by love. And we do not become spiritually active by love, but by sorrow over our sins. That, that's, that's, that's Walter's point. So you don't, you, you don't have people turn to Christ because you love God. Hmm. But I understand. What do you think? Well, it, it's interesting that um, I just got an article the other day from a guy who writes for the Huffington Post, and people say, are you really a Christian? And he said, yeah. He kind of gave his testimony of sorts. And there was no big emotional thing. Or he, he was sitting at his desk one day, and he'd done something particularly troublesome to his mind. He didn't really say what it was. And he started to feel very guilty, and he kind of had a panic attack. And he went and locked himself in a closet. And he's, he, all of a sudden, it realized, he realized he's not really a good person. He, he had convinced himself that he was a good person, and he realized that no, uh, I'm not a good uh, a good person. And uh, he thought that Christianity was pretty much bogus because it was invented by a bunch of people that just basically said, "Well, first you have to admit that you're a piece of garbage, and then you have to admit that God um, loved you enough to take care of that garbage for you, and that He's perfect and you're not, and I'm perfect, and so Christianity's bogus," kind of thing. And uh, so he kind of had like just this crisis of conscience that washed over him all of a sudden in this closet. And uh, finally, kind of voice in the back of his head said, this is what Jesus is for. And he said at that moment, I, I was a Christian, didn't make any decisions. And I just, just realized, hey, 
that's what Jesus is for. And uh, the historical Jesus is correct, and and uh, he really did die for the sins of the world. And I mean, just kind of this, the gospel was planted in his brain, obviously, somewhere along the way. And when he hit the wall, uh, Christ kind of came through. See, this is what this is what uh, what Walther is saying, I think, or this corroborates what Walther is saying, is that uh, without the fear of God, there's no faith in Christ. Yeah. And and the love of God is 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 really a fruit of faith. That is that is you love God only after you trust that He is merciful, gracious, kind. That He justifies the ungodly. That He forgives the sinner. Right. But in our culture today, no one's a sinner anymore. Yeah, we talked about that so, last time. That the yeah. whole concept of sin is down the drain. Yeah. And so, but but this notion that it's it's a contrition born out of love of God. Maybe maybe the, the the idea here is that I'm sorry I offended God because I love God, hmm. and it's not not that you fear His wrath, or that you recognize that you are deserving of indeed nothing but punishment, but it's you know you hurt God's feelings or something. Okay, yeah, I guess I get that. But you know uh, Walter's point, I think, and you know, a Christian might speak that way, I suppose. Uh, but the, the Walter's point, I, I think, here is that is that faith is the we love God because we trust Him. That love is a fruit of faith. Yeah, whether it's love of God or love of the neighbor. We've gone round on this one a, a few times. Take take not your Holy Spirit from me, and you know the proper fear of the Lord. Uh, is an actual fear. It's not just, you know, uh, uh, a recognizing that he's powerful and, and majesty and so forth and so on, but there really should be and is a fear that God could take his grace away from us, even though he's not likely to. Well, but I think but we, we should always have that healthy fear of God that this comes by way of gift, and I don't want to really take off the gift giver. You know, well that that's inherent in in the the undeserved character of grace, right? That that uh, by saying that it's undeserved kindness, it also says flip side: what we deserve is God's wrath, His eternal punishment, His condemnation. You know, he, we deserve to have the book thrown at us, and instead, on the contrary, what we get is kindness and mercy and forgiveness. Now, I, I think the, the fear component is recognizing that if you strip away Christ and deal with God apart from Christ, that you've got a big problem on your hands. Yeah. Because you, you basically have the condemnation and wrath of God hanging over you. Here it comes again. We're coming down to the end. We've got about 20 seconds left here. But the the kindness of God is surpassing his wrath, but we should never fear the wrath. I mean, we should fear the wrath of God. We should fear all these things because we are sinners. Anyway, I babbled, babbled enough. I can't even talk. You sure And I'm, I'm just in awe of this, this magical piece right here. So listen with us. That's a shame. Right there. He's made a middle. Turn me off. Turn me off, Lord. Turn him off. Turn me off, Lord. Turn him off. I'm going to keep singing till you turn him off. The Spirit got in me and crossed my wires. He's going to keep singing till you turn him off. To sing is my objective and my only desire. He's going to keep singing till you turn him off.
Oh this song is officially, officially irritating now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Send your hate mail to godwhispers no. at gmail.com. <laughs> to Alex Clark. <laughs> Take it out on Alex. Alex, thank you for this. We uh, we really needed this. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the God Whispers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. I'm Bill Swirlo. Yes, you are. We are uh, amazed. Amazed at the space robot spiritual. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they've done a mighty fortress or anything. We should. We should look look them up because he said. Didn't he say that there's the other is stuff free. is down downloadable that's, that's and right. stuff. Uh, downloadable you, for free. You, you which may is be hearing more from what's what's the name of the group again? Second hand uh, pants. Pants. I think <laughs> second hand pants. Something like that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I like the ending. I'm going to keep singing till you turn me off. This is the way that people feel about Jesus as a friend of mine. Or maybe the whole show. But they keep, keep listening. Until you turn me off. I'm going to keep singing till you turn me off. <laughs> just pulled, pulled the plug. Hey, I have um, I, I have a request from uh, James, uh, uh, Pastor James here. From um, he's not, we're on a Canadian roll. Is, is James his first name or his last name? Uh, his first name. Okay. Um, Can we just call him Pastor Jim Bob? He's from uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So all of the pastors out there named James in Saskatoon. Um, yeah, there you are. You're probably all one of them. Yes, but he, he, I'm just going to read this because I, I, I have no idea what he's talking about. And so I asked him for a little backstory, and I, I understood that even less. But okay. But I know these well, guys. probably make perfect sense to me. I, well, so. he just says the next time you and Craig record. Yeah. Can you mention that Operation Godzilla is now complete for the almost Reverend Rudy Pastuca? <laughs> I don't know. You've never met Rudy, well, have you? He, he only Rudy, uh, if you're listening, only, God bless you. Only via interweb. Yeah, but, uh, Rudy. Rudy is he's a great guy. He, we just we had we had one great evening uh, at the, under the under the gazebo in this uh, this monastery that I, I was doing a preaching conference. Uh, this there, is getting creepy now. And we were smoking cigars and drinking very old scotch uh, under the gazebo. It was it was quite the <laughs> under the moon. quite under the, the uh, quite the but the almost reverend Rudy Pastuca. Almost reverend. Yes, he says as one who has been a victim of the almost reverend, and he's referring to me. Um, I can. I'm. I'm sure you can add a 30 second plug for the brothers in the almost Reverend Rudy's circuit. Uh, Operation Godzilla is now almost complete. <laughs> or this, it's now complete. This is so somehow cryptic. somehow I, I I just feel like like I, I'm involved in something greater than I am. Yeah, here, this right? is so cryptic. Not even me understand <laughs> yeah, it. <right>. That's, <laughs> Those those Canadian guys. I got. I got. It's one thing if we're telling inside jokes, but then when we're outside of the inside joke on the God Whispers, that's yeah. That's no, that's bizarre. That that is that's very bizarre. Um, I, I I have to admit though, I, I had a great time with those guys. It was, it was about four or five years ago. It was the first of the Saint John Chrysostom preaching retreats. 
that uh, Michael Keith and uh, there's a bunch of those guys. Alex was involved too. Alex of the uh, space robots. Ah, thing. yes. But, um, but uh, I happened to be there during the the finals uh, when Ed, the Edmonton Oilers were in the finals of the Stanley Cup, and you have not you have not lived until you watch Stanley Cup hockey with a bunch of Canadians who have a rooting interest. Holy mackerel! I mean, this is graduate school for hockey fandom. So I'm assuming that there was. Um, oh yes, there beer. was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah beer and, and donuts. Beer. You got to have donuts with your beer in Canada, don't you? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see any donuts. There, no. there, there were some snackables, but is it was it, mostly is, beer. Is that just a uh, a cruel stereotype of Canadians? Could be. Yeah, but but no stereotype can be too cruel. A, <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> but it was really quite the experience. It, it, and I may have told the story before. It, this is our ninety fifth episode, so at at some point, I'm sure you have. We will begin to repeat ourselves at, here at on the God. It happens on oh gosh, basis, I repeat yeah. myself twice a day. <laughs> but <laughs> being a retreat, you know, this was supposed to be a, a very spiritual sort of thing. And I don't know whether the retreat center has the rule or they had the rule, but there was supposed to be no television and no beer. But they designated one room as being a TV room because it was the finals of the Stanley yes. Cup, and they had a rooting interest. And it was it was spectacular. I mean, we were just crammed into this 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 little this little cubicle of a room. I think it was just basically one of the one of the rooms at the, at the monastery. But they they managed to find a TV set, and they uh, all of a sudden there were these coolers of beer materialized. Boy, they know they know their hockey. You know, and and you really haven't you, you don't you don't appreciate hockey nearly at the level that you can when you're hanging around with a bunch of Canadians with a rooting interest, man. It's just it was great. <laughs> okay. So Rudy, uh, you are forewarned. This is the almost Reverend Rudy. Operation Oper- Godzilla. Operation Godzilla is now complete. So whatever that means, I hope you guys uh, have a great time with that. I just hope we didn't implicate ourselves in some sort of. Presidential assassination <laughs> plot or something. It's like a sleeper cell. <laughs> All of a sudden, the jihadists yeah. come out of the woodworks because yeah, of the right. God Whispers. Nice. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> all, yeah. All we were doing was repeating an email that said Operation Godzilla is now complete. I repeat, Operation Godzilla is oh, complete. Oh, man. Hey, any word on the endless thread? Somebody, somebody, I think it was Susie. Remember Susie? The cheerleader of the endless thread. Yes, Miss Congeniality. Yes, I got a, I got an email from her uh, a while ago, and and she basically was saying something like she was, it was a little sort of questionnaire sort of thing, like when was the last time the God Whispers plugged the Wittenberg Trail. <laughs> Well, when was the last time we visited the Wittenberg Trail? Well, the real question, question is, what are we paying rent now for all that space that we hogged with the endless thread? We probably should. Did it ever come back? I don't know. I'm just, just going there right now. And and the, the real question is, what has James been doing since? <laughs> he maybe has finally hit the padded room. Man, that was sure. that was one of those obsessions for a while. You know how you get these these little internet obsessions where where you just kind of keep coming back, you know, many times a day and get nothing done at work. Is the endless thread back? What's the word? 
Are you navigating over there? We've got the offensive swag store. <laughs> Wait, don't, hey, don't somebody, forget the offensive swag. Somebody store. sent us a a a, 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 a God. Did you see the God Whispers T-shirt that somebody designed for us and one of those design? Yes, yes, the God Whispers University. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, uh, Tim Steele, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. We need to get that up somewhere. We, we should we get that up on Which the, is, on the that's, site? That's like a great name. If I ever write a spy novel, Tim Steele. <laughs> fantastic name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name you always wish you had. I know. Although you like you like D'Onofrio. Well, you know, it's kind of a. Dr- that's dr- one of the. That's one of the Law and Order guys. Musical, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh huh. Any rela- any relation? Uh, my brother is Vincent D'Onofrio. I wondered, but not the same D'Onofrio. Not oh, the same okay. guy. Nah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we share some some pasta some, the, the 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 some genetics somewhere down the there road there were family members that that broke bread and ate pasta together at some point yeah well, you know my family's named after saint anofri apparently Santa, as the power plant yeah right really the nuclear the nuke that's right and you're named after a nuke uh, my people were followers of San Onofre. Who? What saint? What saint is that? He was some hermit in Egypt. Her, are, seriously? Yeah, uh, and uh, we could look that up. And my there's, people. There's were, no excuse for this kind of ignorance. My these people days. were devotees, and the story is that during the Crusades, uh, my people conquered an area of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, that's, my that's belief, the last. That's the last major accomplishment. My, my belief on this is that uh, it was a goat herder and his two daughters and it took about 500 of us to take her. okay here that's, we that's here, here we go who was san onofre san onofre is the spanish name of saint uh anufrius magnus there you go ah uh so whatever that means he was great uh who lived about 400 a.d in christian egypt right now here's the good part naked in the desert as that, a hermit and confessor. That explains a lot about my family right there. A naked hermit. In the desert. You you, yes. you are named after a naked hermit. Ironically, this naked saint, <laughs> this is from the friendsofsananofre.org. Yes. I've been trying to figure out uh, just today what he's the patron saint of. I'm assuming he's... Nakedness. So, nakedness. so I, ironically... Patron saint of nudists. We, we, <laughs> we can be assured he didn't fry bacon. That, that much we know. Um, ironically... This naked saint was later adopted in the West as the patron of the weavers. Weavers. Oh, that's right. I did weavers, hear that Weavers. Patron of weavers. Yes. Where he was called St. Humphrey. The <laughs> What's that line in Spinal Tap? Saint, it's, it's, oh, St. Hubbins. St. Hubbins. Patron saint of quality footwear. <laughs> Many celebrate his feast day on around June 12th. Here at the beach, that's referring to San Onofre Beach, during the octave of San Onofre, let us have fun. It is said, and now that you'll like this a lot, yeah. uh, it is said that the saint intercedes when a good festival happens, <laughs> yeah, uh, thus ensuring right that there. the June gloom will go away, the surf will be excellent, and the sun will shine. Dude. Man, nice. So, and naked. That's right, naked. naked. So, the patron saint of naked surfers. <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got it. You know, I was, de- was going to declare him the patron saint of the prostate or something like that. But uh, well, this gets he, to he sa- already has the now. Now I, I go on the yeah. San Onofre Beach, which is right. by us here. Right. This yeah. is the. I, I was serious when there's nuclear a, power plant. There's a nuke plant. Dolly right? Parton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dolly. Dolly Parton. Nice. Too, too large. I, yeah, I've got the imagery. Yeah. Um, Spaniards named the Rio San Onofre most likely on June 12th, which would be the feast day of. 
Saint. Oh wow, that's coming up in just just a, a, a new Frias Magnus, the Naked Hermit. I'm surfing naked on June 12th. They could they could hardly be aware that in the late 20th century, San Onofre State Park here in northern San Diego County would have a clothing optional beach. Who knew? I mean, it, I didn't even know that. This is this is a, this is almost miraculous. San Onofre was was used as a nude beach in the 1930s and 40s by yes, surfers and naturists returning to the ancient Indian custom of going naked. Hmm. Ancient Indian custom. Since yes. the state beach opened in 1976, leased from the Marine Corps, and the Marines are probably not too hot about the naked part. I well, don't know. Well, naked Marines? I don't. I don't think no. so. Uh, the so the much. area south of Trail Six, maybe Navy. Oh, oh, the area since 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 it has been leased, uh, the area south of Trail Six has always been used by those who prefer to go clothed. Quote. As nature intended. That's good knowledge for your generation. <laughs> My generation? <laughs> you, you know, you hippie types and everything. You know, the thing about nude beaches is the people who use them shouldn't. You don't, you don't, shouldn't. See, you don't yes, want to see that. Right, no. shouldn't. And, and, well, enough said. <laughs> <laughs> but there, I see great... That, so, so, so this all comes together with great clarity here. The patron saint, the, the, the nude... The nude hermit confessor. Yes. And they don't explain why he was naked. Because he wanted to be. Because he could. Probably some sort of Gnostic thing where, you know, shedding off all the physical and... and He was naked in the desert. This, 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 This then, he's the patron saint of weavers, which, what do you need weavers for if you're running around naked all the time? Maybe someone decided he needed a weaver. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, one just one look is all it took. And, and, and this is named after Nude Beach, or a Nude Beach is named after him now in northern San Diego County. Right. And D. Onofrio is of the... No freeze, and so there you have it. So you you will be making your appearance at at the the beach of your namesake, nude. I take it with my surfboard. Yes. Oh, my. I don't have a surfboard on June twelfth. I don't know. I I may going to do like boogie board or what do you? What? I may just take a shower and call it a day. <laughs> that's that's, that's you got to do boogie board nude. That, that, that as soon as you hit the sand, man. That that oh wow. Look, the reality is, Woo. I offend myself when I'm naked. So yeah. I I really don't need to be doing that to other people. That's wise. Yeah. That's, that's considerate and wise. Yeah. I don't even look in the mirror, you know, because <laughs> I'm afraid of what I might see. <laughs> <laughs> this episode will go down in infamy. This this will be right there, right after the the frying bacon in the nude, which which uh, which progressed out of the guy who made his coffee in in the nude yes. and got arrested in his own home. Yes, that's right. I hope he's okay. Uh, I <laughs> hope he's okay. <laughs> if you're listening out there, dude, we're praying for you. <laughs> it's a little bit of singeing going on there. All right, where were we? We we were we last half hour we were talking thesis eleven. I can assure you that CFW Walther in his uh, evening lectures with the students never talked about nude beaches. Do you think? Uh oh. Oh, what do you got going? There it is, right there. Bacon <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> 
loving, right. loving you is like frying bacon naked. Couldn't resist. Oh, you threw I, it out there. I was wondering what you were doing at the console there. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's a nice piece of editing. <laughs> you know, if any of our sem props ever listen to this show, they're going to revoke our our degrees. I'm just glad that Nagel's at a point where he probably doesn't use the internet. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody. I could imagine please, getting getting a an email from him saying you must repent. Please, of that. please spare, please spare the man. Oh, uh, you know that 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 piece. <laughs> he, it's, I, I, I he just doesn't get, he doesn't need to hear this. I just get a please repent of that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Norman Eagle. Thesis eleven. Okay, the, yeah. The word sorry. of God in the seventh place is not rightly divided when Seven. there is a disposition, an inclination. I presume. I wish I had the German in front of me on this. I do have. Mm, do I have? Yes, I do. I do have the the. Uh, the German of this somewhere, to offer the comfort of the gospel only to those who have been made contrite by the law, not from fear of the wrath and punishment of God, but from love of God. I, to this, even in rereading it, I do not get it. I don't know what the antithesis of this is. I don't even know where you are. The, thesis 11, I just yeah, read it. Yeah, I know, but, but this is long, and I'm, I'm not caught up with you. That's... You know, there's a new translation of this coming out from CPH. Really? Yeah, in fact, I should look at Paul McCain sent me some proof stuff. Maybe that better, better translations of are, the theses. Are there going to be more? Hey, pictures? talk for talk for a while. I'm gonna see if I can find it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that puts you in the spot. Yeah, let's thanks. See, let's see how reliant you are on me to keep this going. Well, uh, I'm just looking at this in Romans seven, seven, and eight. St. Paul writes, "What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, nay. nay. I had not known sin, nay. but by the law, for I had not known the known lust, except the law had said, Thou shalt not covet. What? You heard it. Lust? Why isn't this covet? opening? I don't understand. But sin taking occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of concupiscence, which is a quality <laughs> Oh, word. concupiscence. That's, a, without, that's, a, that's the, des- or the innate desire that's, to that's sin. That's the desire to yes. sin, which the Catholics say is not yet sin unless you cave into it. Yeah, whatever. Gotcha. And the Lutheran confessions say is already sin. Right. So you're hosed. For without the law, sin was dead. There you have it. So basically he's saying here that the law brings sin, or at least knowledge of sin, right? And he, he says... You know, Paul says that uh, the law said don't covet, and so I coveted all the more. And that's kind of what the law does. It exposes our inadequacies. And this is why I keep saying over and over again that the more sanctified we are, the less sanctified we feel. (laughs) Because the Pharisees felt very sanctified, but they weren't at all. And the sinner says, I'm a piece of garbage and I need a Savior. Well, and I think think this, um, this thesis would corroborate that. Yeah, that the law does not reveal the love of God. You know, a lot of this depends on whether you read this as the love of God objectively or subjectively. Is it you're loving God or is it God loving you? Ah. And and in in either case, in either case, um, this is not going to end well with the law because the law does not um, does not reveal the love of God. The law reveals the wrath of God. Okay. And the law does not work faith. The law works fear. The the law has done its proper work when you in terror realize that you're hosed. You have nothing to offer God. Even your good works aren't good enough. 
Right. Then we need the gospel to set our troubled consciences and hearts at ease. You know, I think Walter says this down the line somewhere where he says, you know, even if you actually did love God, that love of God wouldn't be good enough. He says somewhere, was was it in this one that uh, uh, the sacraments are basically not... Not good without preaching, or yeah, or yeah, yeah. I was effect? I was going to get to this. I got a sticker, I got a, a marker here on this. Um, in the the uh, the lecture that follows this one, um, he goes off on this 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 trail of preaching, and and uh, and and I wanted to sort of I, do. Do we want to take that up now? Well, is that under eleven here? Or is yeah. that under twelve? No, it's under eleven. Well, sure, let's do it, because we're just kind of bouncing around like idiots here. <laughs> and I can't find, I can't get this document to open, and it's a big one that's expired on you send it. Uh-oh. And so I'm going to have to uh, get in touch with McCain again, see do, if I can get Do you get... think that the problem with what we're reading here is partly translational? Uh, yeah, you, I, you, I, were, you were saying, you know, you wish that you had the German in front of you. Yeah, I, I do, because I could uh, get a little bit better, uh, a little sharper elucidations of what's going on here, but because I, I can't tell whether, whether, uh, the basis for um, the contrition is God's love for us or our love for God. I, I really can't tell, but it really doesn't matter because the law doesn't doesn't reveal it and the law doesn't work it. That passage that you read says it precisely, that, that the, the law works knowledge of sin. The law makes sin utterly sinful. The law right. amplifies sin. Um, oh, here it is, Law and Gospel, How to Read and Apply the Bible. All of a sudden now it, it has opened for me. Let's see if I can find a better... Um, Keep talking for a while. <laughs> I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna page, I'm paging down here. I can't multitask, dude. I mean, you know. I, I understand. I understand. Oh. Well, maybe. We're going to get we're gonna get hate mail for this one. That's all right. Hey, it's free. Yeah, put it. Put, well, thank you. We'll go back to loving you. As yeah, like let's Frank listen Bacon to a little again. music for a while. <laughs> yes. Oh, I found I found uh, I, I, I found it. I don't even know what you're looking for. I don't either. <laughs> I do have a taste for bacon at the moment. I don't know why that is. Swirl is off on a wild goose chase here. No, I, I found better better versions of the theses. Online? Well, no, I have my private reserve here. A man's gonna get burned. There, I, oh, hey, I'm gonna read. Okay, this now this 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 grants a little clarity. Okay, clarity at a late hour, but clarity nonetheless. No, we're on the right track. You are. I like the way they translate this now. Listen to this. Now, this is a little bit more dynamic. Um, but this is this is. I'm reading from uh, a pre-release of a new CPH version of the Tao edition, the long edition, not the Tao edition, but the, the, the full edition of Walter's proper distinction between the law and the gospel, okay? But I have the theses in front of me here. And here's thesis 11 in, the, in this new translation. You are not rightly distinguishing law and gospel in the word of God if you only want to comfort those with the gospel who are contrite because they love God. Ah, See, that's it. Ah. It's their love for God. Not God's love for us, their love for God. Very you, interesting. You also need to comfort people with the gospel who are only contrite because they fear his wrath and punishment. Doesn't this also... Uh, so this is nice. Uh, okay, I want to I give two thumbs up to this, this much more dynamic translation. What are, what are you doing with your hands there? You're I, semaphore. I, I'm, just, I'm just putting two and two together. Doesn't this also come into play with the Roman Catholic idea that 
uh, faith, faith and, and love, works. faith and love working together. Right. Yes. Right. That's it. And and so faith and good works go together in salvation, wrought out of love. Right. Right. Or yeah, yeah. Faith, faith fashioned by love, or faith and love working together right. somehow. It's a co- it's a cooperative thing. So uh, kind of a confusion of of James and Paul instead of understanding them in their proper context. That would be one way of saying it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but let's listen to that again. You you don't you you're not right. Distinct. I like. I like this. Okay. Fire away. Although it's clear this I'm is paying attention. This it, it's clear. Well, all of a sudden we've we've had a little gift dropped into our laps here, and and uh, this could change. You know, this shows how the God Whispers is a dynamic show. <laughs> <laughs> Where, or some would say unprepared, but but uh, but but this is the beauty of this. Does that make us the dynamic duo? No, just the no. manly doctors. Because I don't want to wear tights. <laughs> Men in tights. Well, isn't that Batman and Robin? Aren't they the dynamic duo? Yeah, or or isn't that isn't that uh, Robin Hood? Isn't that a Mel Brooks? Men in tights. Yeah, men in tights. <laughs> Not a pretty idea. <laughs> or like the group, or like Spinal Tap with, with those <laughs> spandex. With a sp- <laughs> lot of spandex, lot of spandex. <laughs> and then the guy gets caught in the metal detector. Yeah, we're not going cucumber, there. Yeah. Yes, nice. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out why the cucumber got nailed in a metal detector. It was wrapped in tinfoil. Oh, <laughs> do you remember they unwrapped it? The... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you are not rightly distinguishing the law and gospel in the Word of God if you only want to comfort those with the gospel who are contrite because they love God. See, in I, other words, in other words, here's the thing: it does not matter whether you love God or not. The question is, do you fear His wrath and His punishment? That's contrition. Okay, so, and I've fallen prey to this before. Don't you realize that this sin nailed Christ to the cross? That's probably not preaching the wrath of God and and the best way or the law in the best way. No, I think that need that may need to be sharpened just a little bit is that when you look at Christ on the cross, that's what you deserve. I mean that that's certainly that that would certainly be fearful. Okay. Okay. Not not uh, you should you should feel sorry because uh you know Jesus did this for you. Right. Don't don't you love God? You sure don't act like it. So that's the, that's the kind of that's the guilting people yes. into um yeah. yeah. No, I, I this this makes a lot of sense. You should also you also need to comfort people with the gospel who are only contrite be, who are only contrite because they fear wrath and punishment. Hmm. So it's 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 not it's not proper to say, "Oh, you only fear his wrath and punishment, but you don't love God, so you're not really contrite. Interesting. And Walther's point is you can't love God until you know you're forgiven. And even if you love God, that's not the basis for your being forgiven because your love of God is never pure and perfect. But do we preach hellfire damnation to those who are already saved? And, and uh, you, you know, know say, do, do we say, if you don't cut that out, you're going to go to hell or... You, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you the way somebody uh, who served as a confessor for me once said it, and, and actually a couple of guys I know, and, and I, I like this, I think this is accurate. Having confessed my sins, the confessor said to me, and what do you deserve for all of these sins? Hmm. Right. You know, and, and the answer is... Hell and damnation. Yeah, death and eternal damnation. And and uh, and and uh, I think I think he also followed up with is do you fear God's wrath on account of your sins? 
Hmm. You know, I think that's a good question to ask. Yeah. And again, you know, Kenneth Corby, one of the guys who really, really shaped my 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 understanding of Lutheranism, he had this he had this critique of modern worship, is that it did not engender the fear of the Lord in any dimension, whether it's respect, awe, or just outright sour taste in your mouth, fear. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and his comment was, without the fear of the Lord, there is no faith in Christ. Well, in the, in the corporate confession, we, we say, I, I justly deserve eternal punishment. Eternal punishment. Yeah. yeah. What do you deserve for all these sins? If I deserve your wrath and eternal punishment. Um, and so I, I, th- I think this, is, this, this thesis suddenly, to me, at the end of the show, becomes, becomes uh, again, very enlightening in the sense that it takes the focus away from us. It's not our love for God. It's our fear of his punishment and wrath. It puts right. the focus onto God and his law that says that we as sinners do not stand a chance before God, we must be hidden in Christ. And thanks be to God, Christ is there to hide us. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I see how all this is starting to fall together for us finally. You know what I want to do is I want to go back and uh, do all the theses again with this new translation. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all the folks out there listening would, but would love that. Actually, what we're going to do, though, is is I think now that I have this uh, in hand, at least the thetical parts, you know the other cool thing they now, did? Now, is this actually a website or is this? And I have it as a PDF document ah. with sample written all over it. I'll send it to you if you didn't get it. But, no, uh, I um, probably didn't. And then I have a, a, a reference to a large, um, you send it download, but it's expired. Ah. But, but it's, it's cool because they subdivided the theses, too. So, so the next few, let's see, 11 and 12 together are improper understandings of contrition. Here it comes. Speaking of... Yes, fear and contrition. We're pretty much out of time. <laughs> that music would indicate us. Yes, it would. It. It's been great, yes, Craig. It it's been a good time. Bill. Absolutely. We'll talk to you next time on The God Whispers. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that he's one who will never leave you flat. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend.